Sunday, your biggest questions about the 4400 are finally answered. It would explain why the 4400 was sent back in 2004, why they were all brought to Seattle. Nothing will be the same. The 4400, Sunday at 9, followed by a new episode of The Dead Zone, only on USA. For exclusive content, go to the4400.com. What's up, y'all? We are back again with another podcast this is a light in the sky the 4400 review show i know it's been a little minute now we back get ready to get into season three uh i am your co-host rain coleman the carefree black nerd carefree blurred on twitter and i have with me today like i do every a light in the sky episode what's up what's going on y'all it's uh Robert J. Robert Jeffries. So uh I'm hyped. I'm happy. I'm happy to be back yes, doing the yes, show. Yes, same, same. This really absence make the heart grow fonder because I yeah. didn't know how much I missed this show mm-hmm. until watching this first episode of season three. Yep. I, yeah. I miss these people. Like I, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like their family. Yeah, like, uh, like Uncle Tom, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, Uncle, when they, yeah, okay, never mind. Not, maybe not Uncle Tom, but um, uh, yeah. I mean everybody else. Maya, Dana, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Richard, Richard, uh, Wilder, no. <laughs> Grandma oh. Lily. No, let me see. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So this episode, this is season three. Episode one, it is the New World Part One, where Tom and Diana, with the help of Gary Navarro, try to track down TJ Kim, a 4400 whose ability caused a man to stab Dennis. Dennis Ryder, for those of you who uh, maybe don't remember or brand new, we back. What what say you? (laughs) Season three opened up and bam. Yeah, I mean, they jump right into it, and uh, you know, that was a better summary than what we got for Black Lightning this past season. I mean, (laughs) they told you what happened. Good, (laughs) you are not wrong, that'll be it, but yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on that. Go ahead. No, 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 I was gonna say it was just it was. It was a good opening, you know, and mm-hmm. I think we, I'm pretty sure, like, we're doing this, like, you know, kind of step-by-step and all that, but yeah, they open big. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was here for it. I liked everything. I mean, of, mm-hmm. of course, I think I've, we've watched enough where I don't have to put that caveat, like, oh, you know, it's a show of his time with graphics. Yeah. I don't have to do it because we've, we've been through that, but I, despite that, and I guess, in I don't know, because of that, mm-hmm. this was a really good episode. Um, I liked all of the commotion. I liked the recap. We honestly, I didn't mm-hmm. need the recap that they give you at the top of the season. They could have just went into this episode, and I would have uh, been okay just from the context clues and stuff. So, I um, I I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, for me, it was I guess coming off of. I, I try to imagine myself watching it on TV. So if this mm-hmm. is a season premiere, you know, coming off of the season finale, you know, the cliffhanger that they had for, you know, with the, um, what was it, the promyosin inhibitor and yeah. the SICK 4400 and, mm-hmm. you know, it turning out that the government had essentially tried to, you know, subvert <laughs> the abilities. You know, mm-hmm. this was a good way to open the season. You know, yeah. they, 
it was it was big, you know. So I overall, I, I thought it was a good episode. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one that you don't. It would be nice to, but you didn't need to watch season one and season two at least for right. the way I interpret it. Like they gave you everything you needed to know going forward, especially yep. if you like know anything about X Men. You definitely don't need mm -hmm. season one and season two. Yeah, um, that yep. being said, this is a good. X-Men story. I'm sorry. I think they did it better <laughs> than uh what was the um the one with Rogue and the the cure for her what was that? Was that X-Men one? Or... That was the oh that no that that was the third one, I oh. thought. Yeah, that was the oh, no, that was, right. that's yeah. the one you try to forget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think this would have been a better, but you know, who am I? Just a lonely podcast. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, I mean, they—they're definitely, and we talked about this when it comes to heroes. We talk about it when it comes to this. There are definitely elements of the story that you have you have read before, that you have seen before, mm -hmm. uh, especially in comics like this. Directly, I feel relates to X Men, you know, and in right. every shape, form, and fashion. But it's one of those things of like, what do you do with those <clears throat> same toys or tools, mm -hmm. you know, and make it your own? And one of the things that I I love about you know, this episode is that it's still one. And we, we talked about this in seasons one and two, mm -hmm. it's like a mystery, like a, in, you know, yeah. murder, not a murder, but a, you know, mystery investigation, mm -hmm. you know, combined with people with super abilities, you know, it could yeah. definitely have been just X-Files, but you know, in mm -hmm. their case, they're dealing with these abductees, you know, the quote, quote, unquote, you know, abductees, and then they introduce the abilities into it. So this episode, I actually love the fact that they were in investigating a terrorist, you know, um, yeah. group. And I and I'm just being real. I'm glad the 4400 are hitting back. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah. same page. I am mm -hmm. with you. I um and I, as far as a storytelling mm -hmm. um, device, for lack yeah. of a better term, right now, I think this was an excellent way to continue telling this story mm -hmm. there is a point where i was afraid the next few seasons would just be the same rehashing of the mm -hmm. same this person abducted at this time and this is their power yeah. now that you've changed it so that rylan was the head of a mission to dampen the powers of the 4400 mm -hmm. that changes the way you view season one and season two Oh. That gives you a whole new big band mm -hmm. to face Like I, I love that. I, yeah, I said this was smart. You could have yeah. easily gone right mm -hmm. back, and you can still do villain of the week. But we yeah. have something different to play off of, not just you know Diana and Tom ugly ass. So yeah, <laughs> man. God, <laughs> you know I don't like it. I still. <laughs> I like that. I I like Diana. Uh, I think I think I think rewatching the show with you, you know, Tom has done. Tom has been problematic, you know, from time to time. But Diana, she's the care. She's the the one of you know of that duo that I I like the most yeah. uh, because I think she she there's a bit of character development there, and then mm -hmm. I think part of it is tied into her relationship with you know with Maya. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll you'll see you know you know there there'll be stuff that you know happens later on that will kind of flesh her out a bit more but yeah yeah no I um 
Yeah, you open it up. <laughs> you open up, and I—I I mean, we—you know, because I—you know, we—we—we we, we haven't done this in a while, mm. so we be maybe kind of a little rusty, <laughs> whatever, with recapping this. But um, I don't want to jump too far ahead. But we—we we did say that it opened up with Dennis Rylan at this like government. Um, it's like a hearing. It's yeah. like it's like a hearing, and he's like, the thing that I love about him is that he is not apologizing. He's at like. All. He, he he takes it. He takes it. He owns it. He and he even tries to own it to the point where like you don't have to look at these mfs. Yeah, it was me. You know, mm -hmm. it was me. They were following my words, and he's like, and I'm being real. I don't like these motherfuckers having ability. You know, just all that. But yeah. when he when he lays out his argument though, it's like I'm not saying that I would like agree with him, but uh -huh. I can understand somebody being like, you know what? Yeah, you know, you know, maybe they. I mean, I hate that some of them died, but. You know, uh, I just my kid going to a school who going my kid is going to school with a kid who can lift um boulders or some shit yeah, like that. You know yeah, that yeah. yeah, so and then he gets stabbed, but the <laughs> and that was the thing. Um it was crazy because I like that they're calling back mm -hmm. you know to a side character and yeah. and that character has developed Mm -hmm. Her abilities to the point. So that was the thing that kind of got me. And you know, to kind of set the scene, the, the her his lawyer starts hearing something, and yeah. then you notice it's just the men, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the men. And because in the previous episode when she used her abilities, it was more wide. You know, she mm -hmm. wasn't central. You know, she wasn't like focusing it. And then this one, she focuses on this one one dude, and he just stabs him. Yeah, he stabs Dennis. Um, <laughs> And that and that is crazy and dangerous at the same time because that's how yeah. that's where their abilities are getting to. Yeah, so. yeah. It, I I I'm with you. I love that Ryland is like big Magneto energy. Like I don't give exactly what y'all get, but I like um I huh, it's that argument that would this have happened had you left them unchecked? But then also the very fact that you have this. Um, terrorist organization, quote unquote, going after mm -hmm. you with these amplified powers is because now we found out what you did to us. It's like you can't have it both ways. Like, yeah. oh man, I I love that, and I had honestly completely forgot about that character, J.K. Kim or J.T. Uh, T.J. T.J. Uh, <laughs> I still forgot T about T.J. or T. I think it's T.J. Kim. Yeah, T.J. Kim. I think it's T.J. Kim. Yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about her. Like I, but when they showed the clip of her walking up the street with that like regular clothes, I said, "Oh, okay, so she caused a lot of goddamn trouble." Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, I really like her because, and I could be wrong, but I like her even more because I feel like her her episode last season happened, and they just sent her off, and then it was more of a retcon to have her pop back up now. I don't feel like and I could be wrong. I don't feel <laughs> like this was the plan for her character all along. I feel like they adequately ended that villain of the week story and mm -hmm. then it was like, hey, this would be who are players on the board that will make the most sense. That and and still if you if you look at it from that perspective, you still are giving them credit for thinking. Yeah. Unlike yeah, some yeah. other shows do. You I know, that's the you know, in my mind I'm thinking like it, that it, it's actually not. I think about it, they probably lean more towards that, but I'm just very appreciative of the fact that rather than 
and they are going to introduce people with new abilities, but mm -hmm. because um, she was, you know, you, you might think she's a one-off, you know, her abilities within that scene are pretty, uh, are pretty effective, you know, mm -hmm. or like effective, you know, or used in the best way possible. And, mm -hmm. um, and I, th and I thought it was a pretty solid scene. I mean, um, you know, what was it? Rylan staring into <laughs> Tom down and, you know, uh, it was like, it was just tense and everybody's just like, mm -hmm. man, we don't know what's gonna happen. He just confessed and, mm -hmm. and then he's just dying. He looks like he's about to die. So, oh, sure. um, and, and I think during that whole thing, that's when they show the montage of the different 4400s yes. using their abilities. And, you know, one of the things I already always told you about that I love about the 4400 is that they did whatever they could do with the budget that they had. You yeah. know, one lady is, they probably put like a small LED light in her hand to yeah. show her reading at night. And I was just like, yeah. you still get the same effect. Mm -hmm. I think there was the, um, the kid who... And then this is makeup. You know, you have the guy in South Korea who had the gills on his back. And yeah, yeah and then yeah. I think the kid controlled the electricity, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. you don't have to show like special effects for everything. You keep it mm -hmm. very basic. So the, the Korean guy was probably the most expensive. Yeah, was the most, most expensive. expensive. <laughs> and even with that, that's like hair and makeup. That's not even yeah. really, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't even yeah. like graphics and nothing. So yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, I, I loved it, and I I'd hate to keep focusing on her, but speaking on the forty four hundred uh, Kim, yeah, Kim, yeah, the the fact that like you said, they could have just created a new character, but factoring in the promycin inhibitor being gone and everybody's powers amplifying, like using her, I mean, like mm -hmm. whose power do we have that would make the most sense here that will have the best effect? So, like, yeah, that. I, Great, that was great. Um, and I hope she keep whooping ass because she did. She yeah. did what she needs to do. And yeah. I was gonna say, shout out to Leanne Adachi. That's her name. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you got because I definitely yeah. Good yeah. Leanne. Shoot, um, <laughs> she had a thing put in a terrible wig, but that has to be a sign of the time. That wig was what. <laughs> That was her second mutation, right? I mean, yeah, because the woman she rested. This is not. This ain't convincing nobody. You standing that, but exactly, uh, they should have looked up and said, "Who's in this Tyler Perry wig?" I mean, <laughs> the press no, conference. Exactly, it. That was definitely a Tyler Perry wig. Yeah, Ooh, recycled wig. But cool, cool. You know, Leanne, you did what you needed to do. I'm, I'm assuming we'll get more of her later. If we don't. Mm -hmm. Fine, but I hope we do get more of her later. Cause ah uh, man, how do you solve a problem that is, you know, meta 4400 mutated folks? Like, how do you, uh, you, you get you, well, you get your own apparently, right? And you see how that back anyways. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That was that was something. Mm -hmm. Uh I have my thoughts on that too. <laughs> um <laughs> After we get the, the murdering of Ryland, we get um, Mahershala Ali. And <laughs> we get him. Oh, so I was trying to place the timeline of this, like this scene in particular, mm -hmm. coming directly off of the last episode, last season. Yeah. I, oh, no, no. So, so um, Lily and, um, oh, Lord, Mahershala. Um, yeah, they live in they live in the forty four hundred facility still. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. That was like, do they have a house and shit? And <laughs> are they like, are they like right next door? <laughs> okay, so to the okay, museum. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so so Richard walks down the hall with um, I don't know, Professor Exhale, and I knew what was going to happen. Professor Exhale. Um, <laughs> yeah, I um, Kyle, I saw the last episode and <laughs> the. My issue is Isabella in this show, but not mm-hmm. her. It's the way the show handled her, um, I'm very uncomfortable with a lot of stuff that they've done with her. And, okay, so um, I'm glad I'm gonna keep talking because it, this is something I've been ready to kind of okay. go on about or talk about. So I guess kind of getting ahead. She in the last episode, mm-hmm. last season, she appears. Um, is it Kyle or Sean? God damn Sean, it. Sean, Sean, yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> he walks into Sean's office. Sean is the head of the 4400 mm-hmm. outreach gifted school, whatever. And she's completely <laughs> naked. She's a grown woman. I'd say maybe 24, 22-ish, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, black, black woman, maybe mixed race, long, curly brown hair. And I thought that was fine. Yeah. But then the more we see her in this episode she fluctuates between being nude and being clothed mm-hmm. and it's like they're playing this uh kind of will they won't they romance thing with sean it's not heavy like you know they going at it but it's like you could tell that this would be her love interest mm-hmm. um my issue is why is this why do you why would you have her naked like what what point did it serve for her to be new past that first scene because she mm-hmm. was a baby and then mm-hmm. became an adult. So I'm fine with that, that first scene. Right. But like for this intelligent child that has been doing all this wild and crazy shit for mm-hmm. the last two episodes, two seasons, why would you then have her show up to Sean naked, put on clothes, and then show up again naked or have him show up to her naked? Right. And then she puts on a ro- it's like this is still like a a fetus, a one year old. Still a child. This she was still, still a child. A, yes. She was and still so, not even a child. She was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and she said they have her say, Well, I just don't feel comfortable in clothes. And I was like, for all the things for you to focus on a like a real life child, probably do be like pulling off bibs and stuff. But this is an adult. This is a child who's aged mm-hmm. up to an adult, but who's been a child doing intelligent shit for fucking 13 plus ep- what 20 some episodes. Mm-hmm. Why now? Like, I, I don't that bothered me. That's yeah, like I don't get it. Um, she, um, so you know, so when this originally happened, I, I didn't really. I was like, okay, this is some weird forty four hundred ish. But the more I watched this episode, the less I was excuse me, invested in this story. Like mm. I didn't. Um, Everything that goes on between her, Lily, because we'll get into the explanation for why she is mm-hmm. you know, where she is, and we'll talk about Lily in a minute. Uh, but then also how they handle her. Like there's a scene, like you know, the scene with her, you know, being nude with Sean. The first time it's mm-hmm. like it's understandable. She's a child, you know, like and she has you know childlike. And actually, to be real, uh, they could have maybe given her a cover or something. I mean- yeah, they could have given her a cover, but like she does walk in, you know, butt ass naked, you know, in the first scene, but we don't see that. And we don't really see any like frontal nudity or anything like that. You know, it is a, it still is a USA show, but the way mm-hmm. that they depict it, like 
show like smiles at one point. And I don't know if it's when, (laughs) I don't know if it's when, I think it is when she has started to gain more knowledge and she is not acting childlike. And Mm -hmm. I guess they're like, that's the excuse now. She's not acting like a child. She's more intelligent. I was like, but still, she was still a baby a day ago. Um, The other thing is when they have her walking around, they got her dressed in like velour outfits. (laughs) <laughs> like to, to like tight track shoes. I mean, this is twenty two thousand for show. Well, no, no, yeah, you definitely can place a time period, but I'm like, right. you could get the like, if she still has the the mindset of a child. Oh yeah, you know, I'm thinking like, put her like in a a baggy t shirt, <laughs> you know, some yeah, jeans or whatever. Yeah. But like somebody at the forty four hundred was like, let's get this uh, for, let's get this track suit, and because um, yeah. she was like, she got the figure right. But um, it um, it was weird because like I was just I just that when she's walking around, I was just like that's an interesting wardrobe decision. But mm-hmm. you know, for a kid, for essentially yeah. like a a kid, especially when Lily has clothes like that, she could have wore like something that looked old or mismatched or yeah. matronly, mm-hmm. like. They're about the same. She's taller, but they're about the same size. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it was it, it was weird. It was some weird choices with her. Yeah, and uh, and when we get to Lily's part in it of it, I'll I got more to say. But yeah, okay. you know her her becoming is Isabel Isabel. I keep calling her Elizabeth, but Isabel is going mm-hmm. to be come a very interesting component of this story going forward. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'd be really interested in seeing, you know, what, how you kind of feel about how she, how she's depicted, you know, mm-hmm. how, you know, how her story goes. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, by the time this shit ended, I, I wasn't really <laughs> interested in it. I was, no. Um, yeah. So she, she's, she's a, a character. Yeah. Um, Richard, Walks into Sean's office with him. He sees this grown ass woman, and he laughs. He's like, "What? What the fuck is this? <laughs> what you? What y'all playing around? I mean, this ain't funny. Mm-hmm. Where's my daughter?" And one thing that I found interesting is that Isabel knew Richard was her father. Mm-hmm. Isabel did not know if Lily was her mother. Well, I'll mm-hmm. say that's the way it came off to me when they when they met. Okay. Again, for the first time, mm-hmm. when she met Richard, it was like, hi, dad, it's me. But when she met Lily, it was like, are you my mother? And I get visually mm-hmm. the difference, but like yeah. that, that didn't make sense to me. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's something for later or if it was just, mm-hmm. I don't know. But <sighs> Richard yeah. met Isabel. And, uh, and, and he mm-hmm. treated her like... Um, Chris Williams did. Uh, huh. <laughs> Jennifer. Williams. Oh my god! <laughs> For me, they were like there are a couple parallels, man, to like this last yeah. season, <laughs> to no, this last season. Real. But in his case, I was just like I could understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can understand it. Um, I was going to say in Black Lightning's case, they did tell him <laughs> that some some weird ish might happen if she goes up there. But in this case, nobody knew. You know, there was yeah. nothing expected. Um, that of as far as what was going to happen, um, you want me to go ahead and just kind of drop the bomb? Yeah. So, so what has happened is as Elizabeth has aged to the early, her early twenties, uh, Lily has aged to her. They said eighties, man. 
No, you said 75. She was 75. 75 70, okay, so 75. So, yeah, and she, um, she, and that actress is gone. I mean, they, they brought in another actress to play her. And I don't see that's the thing that kind of got me because, once again, I'm watching this, you mm. know, with kind of new eyes. Um, I don't think I even considered how kind of effed up that was <laughs> that they did that to that woman, oh. uh, to the, you know, to Lily, to the actress. Like, she, yeah, she was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure. I hope, hopefully, they gave her enough time. Yeah. But like, they replaced her with an actress who, I tell you, man, he ain't. She ain't gonna make it. Out. She um, <laughs> just like, um, she <laughs> don't think that she's gonna be around for the full season. Oh <laughs> so, wow! Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Like it. Um, it's a weird choice. Um, and I don't know that it is deserved. You know, mm. like, I don't know if this was, you know, if so, if you cut somebody from a show, you got to, I think story-wise, you got to have a really good, yeah. you know, you know, reason for it. And then sometimes you hear stories about people just leaving because they want to or because they just got fired and whatever. And you want to give them the best send-off. They didn't even give this woman the send-off. She was I mean, there for that season. And I don't even, did, it, did the last season end with them showing the older version of her or was it? No. It was yeah, okay, so it was. It was Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, you just saw her, and then in this one, she's not even there anymore. Which you know, through me, I was like, all right, well, you know, by the end of the episode, we're gonna get her back. This is this yeah. old woman's um cameo, but uh, no, that's not yeah. what happened. So. No, and I and I just I don't think it was kind of worth it, but uh, I, you know, story wise, they committed to what they were about to do with uh, with Isabel. Mm. So. Um, I was like, I guess deuces. <laughs> you know, you bring in one cast member and you gotta let another one go. I mean, you know, so um so yeah, yeah, that was that was the thing. And then they go more in depth into what that actual process was, you know, everything that was actually happening. So Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the older woman did a good job like mm-hmm. occupying that space, at least in this first episode. Um mm-hmm. I know whoever styled her, they got that bob and that love. Yeah, the bob was straight. Yeah, the bob was, <laughs> the bob was on the plate. <laughs> yeah, they got her haircut. Yeah. Um, I would need to see more of her to be like, oh, yeah, she really killed it as Lily. Because I, once well, she's a whole nother person and she's an older woman, so I, I have to account for her not sounding like Lily. But everything else seemed to, seemed to fit. One thing I want to take a step back and because it's something I didn't even consider until just now. Mm-hmm. Richard seeing Isabel, then you know, kind of panicking and going to see Lily. I know they've been in present day for a while, but this yeah. is a black man who was from a time when black men and white women were not in the same spaces, yeah, and it was okay, and then like him to see this old lady and he's like oh you know i don't know who you are ma'am and it's like even the way like he addressed her i I don't know if i'm just projecting or if there's something there but it's like his focus was finding his wife he finds Mm -hmm. this older lady he hasn't forgotten his wife but it's like oh no ma'am something is wrong and then like she tells him and they you know figure stuff out but something in that moment it wasn't even like a minute long but something and i was like there's this is I don't know like something mm-hmm. is here and I don't know what it is but ah uh, I mean 
I, I, I like the fact that he was, you know, trying to be respectful with it. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and it is a situation that is catching him unawares because this is the same. Because I, I can't remember the sequence of events, but I don't know if he eventually, if he's taken to see, I guess he goes to see Isabel first. And then mm-hmm. he... And then he finds Lily or vice versa, but mm-hmm. uh, the, the day has just been like a clusterfuck, you know, for yeah. him. Like, so I think, you know, I actually don't really disagree too much with how he handled the situation mm-hmm. with Isabel. Um, but when it came to, but yeah, like, but when he is talking to Lily, you know, an older white woman, um, I think it's just an age thing. You know, he's mm-hmm. trying to you know, at least, or maybe he's just at that point, he's just tired yeah. <laughs> because everything is just going on. But I understand mm-hmm. the optics of it. I mean, we, we've been talking about him and his race since the first, you know, first few seasons, you know, yeah. and, and now we have another, and the other thing I actually appreciate about the, you know, bringing them, I think the actresses, I pulled up Isabel's name, Megalyn Eche Kuhn Woke. She, she's another, you know, person of color. So, and she's going to be a main cast member, so I, mm. I I actually appreciate the fact that you 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 have another you know she's she's obvious she's a bit older, mm. but um you know she's on the you know she's on the part that she took the job away from a white woman, which is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, but um yeah, but she I think she does well with the role that she has, and you know, and older Lily or elderly Lily, um she you know she's just there to act shocked, you know. It's nothing. I mean, nothing more than that. <laughs> so. Oh man, no, yeah, you're right. And you said that's the wait. Hold up, now let me let me take a step back. You said mm-hmm. the older Lily is a woman of color. No, no, God, no, no. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Isabel. Nah, we, might, <laughs> we might need to go to the eye doctor together because that was not. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm talking about I'm talking about Isabel. And okay, I, I mixed right. things Ooh. up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nah, she. Uh, okay. nah, the name that I slaughtered was the one for Isabel. Um, okay. And uh, and she's one of the actresses that you'll see in a lot of different stuff. I mean, she okay. actually. I think I'm actually showing that she did Jackie Briggs's voice in Mortal Kombat 11, hmm. and she played Vixen in Injustice 2. Okay, uh, for voice acting, I think she's on like CSI Miami, 24, just a bunch of <laughs> Steve Harvey Harvey show. Oh wow! Ooh, okay, <laughs> that's that's well, that. she, yeah. She was actually she was Vixen on Arrow she, for the Arrowverse. So oh, that's yeah. her. Oh, yeah, that's she, her. She's okay. she's the original one. Okay. She's, she's the original one, and she was in that. She was in the animated series, and then uh, there was a. I think it was her ancestor, hmm. uh, not her ancestor, a descendant, start joined the legends. So, okay. yeah, she was she was on there for like maybe one season of Arrow for a couple episodes or something. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. get your money, black girl. Yeah. Uh yeah. This this is this is something, and I feel bad for Richard. Um, yeah. But the doctor, who's been the neurotic doctor from the last few seasons, he um, he checks out Lily. You know, says she's seventy five. Um, we talk about how she other otherwise she's healthy. She's a healthy yeah. five year old woman. Like she mm-hmm. is, 
you know, she tells Richard, you know, hey, <laughs> what no, him and Richard share an exchange when he's like, um, well, can you do anything? Has this ever happened before? <laughs> he's like, uh, <laughs> you went to sleep with a 29-year-old wife and you wake up with a 75-year-old woman. It's, he went to like this little speech. I was like, yeah, I can assure you this has never happened before. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So it was one of those things where I know I keep coming back to this because it, it, I'm thinking about Black Lightning. Yeah. Everybody would come at Gamby, be like, Gamby, yeah. what, what's happening with this like like this crazy scientific problem or this tech related thing? And right. Gamby would have to know like every damn thing. And mm -hmm. and that's how I think his name is Burkoff. You know, this guy, they see him as being the leading um expert when it comes to Mm -hmm. You know, the 4400 and genetics and yeah. um and that actor is a he's a I man he's been a character actor for a minute like he he's done a lot of like sci-fi mm, okay. um fantasy stuff like he he was huge in star trek uh, especially Deep space nine but he his he has a sense of humor <laughs> that yeah you know, you know at the end of the episode there towards the end of the episode when uh, Dana goes to him about Maya. He says, uh, "He said, has your uh, daughter turned into an 85, 75 year old woman?" <laughs> and she's, and she's like, "No." Yeah. He's like, "Okay, come on in." Yeah. Um, so now, but he's he's definitely like the quirky guy who's kind of he feels like put upon all the time. Mm -hmm. But he's just like, "How are you going to come at me with this? Like this shit ain't ever happened before." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, his baby doesn't turn into a a full adult, and then vice versa. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is Benjamin Button in the no, worst real. No, for real. <laughs> yeah, I, I like him. I like him a lot. Um, yeah. I, I probably mentioned in earlier episodes like his attitude. I'm, I didn't like him. I could see myself saying that, but I mm -hmm. honestly like how abrasive he is, and like everyone yeah. just has mm -hmm. to has to conform because he is the science guy. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. nobody else can do what he does, you know, at right. least not yet. I don't know if someone comes along down the line, but mm -hmm. he is that guy. But I, I love it. I love it <laughs> with his drug addict ass. Um, you noticed that, right? Oh, yeah. I saw that yeah. green light. I said, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see you what's going on. He knows the green light. Um, I think the only thing that, at least from this part, because they start, then they start going day by day, is mm -hmm. that they have the, and it's one of the things I like. I don't know. Do you ever watch a show called Criminal Minds? Oh, I freaking yes, yeah, absolutely. So that, that's like my my wife loves that show. But there's always a scene in it where the FBI agents are talking to the police bullpen and they're mm. giving them the rundown or the uh, mo of mm. the suspect. And in this one, they kind of have that same scene, but it's basically giving the intake agents a chance to be to react to the fact that mm -hmm. the 4400 seem to be refining their abilities because yep. they start talking about TJ Kim. And then one guy was like, well, he, she came in here and she attacked all of us. And in this case, she attacked a single person. Mm -hmm. And that's when you start getting the idea that as the 4400s abilities are, and the ones with abilities are untapped, they're able to, you know, have a chance to kind of play with them, you know, mm -hmm. and just what this might mean for everybody else. And the fact that they are developing abilities, you know, um, in the first place. So that I thought that scene was was pretty cool because, it, to be honest with you, they don't have any 4400s on their side until we get to the next scene. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just like, like, what can we do, you know, in the in the face of somebody who can 
calls mm-hmm. each of us and it's like shoot each other. You know, yeah. that type of thing. So I, I thought yeah. that was a little insane, nice little scene before they started going the day by day up until the 19th, you know, the mm-hmm. October 19th day. Which so. is like D Day. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I enjoyed this scene as well. I really, I hope we get a more consistent, intact cast this season. But yeah, I don't know. But there are some, there are some recognizable names. Like one of the guys who was talking has been there for like the past, at least since season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell, I'll always tell you, and I got to point this guy out. But there's always some random. He looks like he looked like my dad. Like somebody's like, he's a yeah. black guy. He's always in the background, nodding his head. And shaking it or whatever, but yeah, but I, I know what you mean as far as like other like side characters. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, w- yeah. it would be nice, um, especially when you get those speaking. Room. But I mean, you know, everybody get your check. If we got to get extras, that's mm-hmm. cool. But no, I'm with you. I did like that they um, they mentioned that because it, it would be one thing to have people reacting to the news, like right. civilians. It's a whole mm-hmm. other thing when like intact agents. Are siding with Ryland, or they're having their because exactly. um, yeah. they honestly, outside of the civilians at large, the intact agents who are just doing their job are kind of the victims because mm-hmm. this shit going on with the higher ups that they didn't know anything about, and yeah. they have these relationships with the um, forty four hundred where you're you're law and order, sure. But I'm, 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 I just I'm trying to avoid sounding like a cop sympathizer, but I'm very much yeah like they are the victims for nobody knew we didn't even know as an audience we didn't know what was going on so like yeah. they they are really in a space where like I'm here mm-hmm. everybody they Riley making some points you know mm-hmm. and, and even if you sympathize yeah. with the forty four hundred as an intact agent it's still like. The very fact that I'm this agent, what do I like? They might yeah. kill me off that alone. You know? Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where we and I, I'm jumping ahead, but Gary tells them straight up, he's just like, they don't like y'all this. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> they are scared of y'all. This yeah. is, and I thought it was very effective that it was a black man that told them that. Mm-hmm, black mm-hmm. man told the cops that like they are scared of you. Yeah, they don't have any reason to trust you. They have a history of um. There's a history of y'all experimenting on them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like when they're when some of the stuff is written and when they cast these scenes, I'm wondering if the writers who and I'm just being real, I don't know if there were any black you know, writers in the room for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have him delivering those lines, yep. especially in light of everything that we're going through now, mm-hmm. um, it's more if to me it was very effective. Mm-hmm. He was like, I can see that everybody that Y'all think we're cool with y'all? Was cool yeah. with y'all? Mm-hmm. They're not. You know, they're not. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. I really yeah. did. I did. I, um, and not, oh, well, I'm going to have to do it anyways. I'm going to shit on the X Men movies, comics, mm-hmm. all of that for a second. Because mm-hmm. if this is supposed to be the analog to civil rights and marginalized people dealing with their issues, uh, the world at large, interpersonal issues. Mm-hmm. Every X Men, on average, is a conventionally attractive white person, right? And yeah, you have Beast, and you have like a Noli and Nightcrawler. Those person people who are kind of monstrous in form, but mm-hmm. you keep telling these stories about how they're oppressed people, and it's that like when they ugh, they're oppressed, whatever. 
I feel like after watching this first episode, I feel it might change later, but I feel like after mm-hmm. watching this first episode of season three of the 4400, mm-hmm. they have done an expert job or a job better than any X-Men comics of the past, not of recent years, mm-hmm. has done at pushing that mutant versus human narrative where yeah. every person that has been in 4400 has not been a conventionally attractive white person. There right. have been a, such a diverse group of people who were affected and who are involved that when you do get that line delivered, like that, like they're hemming up a white man when this happens. Yeah. And so it's, I'm going to sound like I'm all over the place, but even with Riverdale, mm-hmm. they handled the idea of people of color and indigenous people so poorly that when it came down to showing the difference of people who were from the South side, who were supposed to be black, brown, and indigenous in Indian, I believe Indian is the right term, but turns somebody into my heart. When they tried to make this storyline work where it was them versus the North side, just like mutants versus humans, there's no correlation because you have whitewashed everything. So it's just white people versus white people. Whereas with this show, with this scene and this delivery, you can him up a white man, mm-hmm. a assumably cis-het white man in his 30s, 40s, and it still feel like it is oppression. Like, so I, I just, I think the show has done a good job with that. Like, yeah. No, I mean, like I said, that's one of the reasons why I, I look at this and <laughs> so I look at this and then I look at something like, um, we were just talking about this, and it was actually just canceled. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy, one of the things, and and actually, Jupiter's Legacy, Invincible, and um, there was something else, The Boys. So, mm-hmm. Invincible, less so because I mean, each of those were kind of trying to turn the head, you know, turn the superhero tropes on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boys, a lot, you know, for shock value. Yeah, I, I feel a lot of shock value, but then definitely in the second season, they there was a lot of woke stuff in there. They were, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, you know, there was some stuff in there that was like socially, you know, conscious of what was mm-hmm. going on. Um, Invincible first season, you know, they definitely turned the superhero tro- super heroic tropes on his head, but hey. it wasn't anything. <laughs> it was, yeah, it wasn't anything that was like socially. It wasn't yeah. anything that I spoke to like the experience of like the black man, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it was enough that it was just like, yeah, this isn't your typical serial, superhero story. And yeah. Jupiter's legacy, I feel that it missed opportunities to do that because it was being told from a hetero white male perspective. Yeah. And you have one opportunity. And one of the things that irritated me about the show was that in the present scenes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, spoilers, a no, lot really? of a lot of characters of color. Um, or people of color get killed, you know, in the present day. And and it's just like, and it feels like it's used to drive along the story while in this, Mm -hmm. because you're dealing with a more, and this is like 2003, 2004. Mm -hmm. Like this is way back when, before there was a call for as large as it is a call for more representation and Mm -hmm. to tell better stories when it involves somebody who was not a white straight male. Um, They did it. You know, to a certain extent, they they they, mm-hmm. they killed it, and I think part of that was with the representation of the characters and of the cast and the stories that they were telling. Like you mm-hmm. remember the story last year of the um, one season with the doctor, the doctor who was um, he was um, it was it was a, uh, from Rwanda, Rwanda. He was a doctor mm-hmm. who had the ability to change a genetic defect 
and these oh, yeah. babies. Yeah. And then it turned out that he had that he had uh, assisted in the genocide. You know, mm-hmm. so that's uh, that sort of thing. Like I had never seen nothing like that. You know, mm-hmm. with um, I think that was Hill Harper. So, yeah. you know, there there's a variety, and even T.J. Kim. You know, T.J. Kim being the antagonist. Um, that's why I like her so much. It's just like mm-hmm. they allow her to be an antagonist where in, in this case, it's not so much that she's she's doing it for a larger cause because normally they could just cast a white dude or a white woman in that role and mm-hmm. they put her in it and she's just killing it. So, you know, for the yeah. two, two or a few episodes that she's here. But um, I feel that when we get to Gary's part of the story, there's a lot of, there are a few thoughts that I have with that, but he was one of those characters that, I, you see a complete turnaround. He yep. had more. He had more development in two episodes than huh. Nissa had in four seasons. Huh. Say that again. Say that again. I, and it, it's just with a few lines of dialogue. It mm-hmm. literally was just a few expertly placed lines that. Yeah. I mean, they his his. Oh, I hate swagger for lack of a yeah. better term was yeah. a bit different, but mm-hmm. I loved it. And and I think you know they've done it well. Mm-hmm. When I wanted to know more about his life, exactly. wherever he was, exactly, I was like, "Fuck all this." What yeah, is he doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. You're not no. wrong. Oh my god. Yeah, no, they really got the ball. Yeah, I, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so now they start going into this whole because at first there was a little bit of jumping around in time, but now mm-hmm. we're going forward with October 14th. And I think they, um, I think we've already, already talked about this. They were talking about how uh, her, her development wise, you know, she was a fully formed adult mentally, you know, speaking, she seemed childlike, but she's a fully formed adult. I think she's like mm-hmm. early twenties, but then mm-hmm. also we start seeing the, the people that Ryland was trying to uh, trying to protect are getting attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one guy is attacked by his his pet, his dog. So <laughs> yeah, which was crazy. But you know that. So it's some. So now we have somebody who can control dogs, who can yeah. control animals. And then the next guy is. Uh, and this was this was unfortunate. You don't do no, this to nobody. But still, uh, he died on the toilet. I <laughs> Yeah, but they explained like when you look at his body, he looks dehydrated, like something looks wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And in the bullpen, I think we, I think I kind of jumped around a little bit, but in the bullpen, they said they dehydrated, they lowered his body temperature to the point mm-hmm. where he died. And so they've killed, and then you see somebody xing off the various, yep. um, the various heads, you know, of, of the people, of the people that Ryland was trying to protect. So everybody else is dead except Ryland, who is yeah. in a hospital and intact. So, like, how do you feel about these, this Godfather style? I like it. The, I yeah. liked it because honestly, watching it, I did not, um, I did not place it right away. Like, I was so focused on Ryland. And yeah. his him getting stabbed and his like uh conversation. I did not I saw all the men getting killed, but I didn't realize who they were. Right. I I, I don't know. I, I just I have no explanation. And I'm somebody mm-hmm. who watches like regular TV and trying to figure out, you know, what's gonna happen by the end of a sitcom. <laughs> so I wasn't even thinking about that. But once I saw that light skinned hand put them X's yeah. up, I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. 
Um, because you could have easily dragged that out over the next few episodes, but they right. didn't right. kill them. So yep. I am very interested in seeing one who that is and when do we get the 4400 version of Civil War? Because yep. mm -hmm. there's no way Tom is married to a meta. Yes. 4400. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who mm -hmm. has. Okay, this is a quick aside. This doesn't even have anything to do with the show. But looking at her and her powers, I'm a fan of Twilight. I know I've, I'll never, I don't care. That's my guilty pleasure. I love it. There is a character in Twilight that has the same power. She's a Brazilian vampire. And every time I see anything remotely similar to this, it pisses me off because there's so much development that could have been had. But mm -hmm. to walk it back to the episode, his <laughs> wife is... A meta yeah. is a 4400. Yeah. There are people on their side, so to, so to speak, quote unquote, that are mm -hmm. metas. Kyle, I don't know where he falls, you know, since yeah. he didn't kill the man and ran away to be with yeah. his mom, I believe. Like, I'm ready for the Civil War. I'm ready for it now because that's that has to come either by the end of the season or at the end of the season. There, um, that's the thing that you can see them building up to, you know, mm -hmm. because there's this whole sense of, there's a sense of other and I'm being real. That's why, you know, there are comic books like black, you know, comic yeah. book series like black, where like the whole concept is, it's just nothing but black people with abilities, you mm -hmm. know, and there are, um, I think there are, there are other indie publishers. One of them I work for, uh, 133 art shout out, you know, who use the concept well, of like, where it's like a large group of people of color who have these abilities, you know, I'm ready. I am waiting for the adaptation film, oh. live action TV, uh, live your animated television series that focuses on nothing but the other, the quote unquote other having these abilities mm -hmm. and how the rest of the world reacts to that. Um, yeah. I, and this is kind of the closest <laughs> that I've gotten mm -hmm. to that, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, still, it's, it's kind of the closest, but it's not where exactly where I want it to be. So, right. um, that's the issue, like I was, uh, you know, I've been having with some of these adaptations of these indie properties, where it's like we are still not focusing on the experience of anybody, you know, right. um, Latinx, you know, like uh, Latin, Black, uh, Asian, yeah. LGBTQ, you right. know, just just uh, Indigenous American, like you know, just yeah. it just yeah. So it's like I want that. I'm ready for this war, you know, when it comes yeah. to when it comes to the 4400, because you can see that's where it's the, that's where it's going to. Mm -hmm. um, so the so the biggest thing that I think the big reveal that comes out is that the, the there's a group that announces itself called the Nova Group, hey. which yeah, the Nova Group which is they call themselves the the well not the defensive. I don't know if they say the defensive or offensive arm. Basically, they're the soldiers for the 4400, and they take ownership of the the deaths, you know, the murders and the attempted murder of of Ryland, and that's when I think one of the agents says, "Like, where's our forty four hundred? Why are we going to win this fight?" And then enter stage left, hey. Gary Navano. Man, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, ooh. I was pissed when I saw him because mm -hmm. I said they treated this man so wrong. Why in the fuck is he here? And, I really and, didn't like him most of this episode until the reveal. Yeah, and let's give and 
and just giving a little bit of context in season, I think it was season two. Yeah. Um, he was, and I can't, we, I, I can't remember the episode, but basically he was a former baseball player from the seventies who had been abducted. And when he, when he was brought back, he was brought back with these, um, he's a telepath. So he mm-hmm. was having a hard time hearing these abilities. You can watch the other, he appears. Um, there's a lot, there's a bit of stuff that happens, but at the end of the episode, he they actually tell Tom Tom has promised to him like no we're gonna we're gonna help you out and mm-hmm. then he is abducted I feel but they say recruited by the NSA mm-hmm. you know, to work with them mm-hmm. yeah and he was abducted so when we see him now when he left he was terrified he was distrustful you mm-hmm. know like anybody and he walks in he he <laughs> I feel the actor walked on set and was like so this is where my character is at I need y'all to find me the uh, flyest ah. suit. Yeah, and um, in all yeah. of Vancouver, you know, and oh, for real, <laughs> and the, the Morpheus glasses, but yes, <laughs> he's a changed man. He's a yeah. change. He is. He's seen some shit. Um, I love it. I love it. And, and what did I, he say? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna ask you. So when they ask him, he's like, "How do you feel about hunting?" They bring him in to help read, you know, mentally read. The forty four hundreds they're going after because of the reveal of Nova. But what yeah. does he what does he say to them after? Like, do you have a problem with doing this? No, no, no. Um, he he. Wa- they walk in. He shakes hands with Tom, and Tom. No, no. Tom extends his hand. He does not shake it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom stalks. He says, "Yes, I do think you're an asshole for yeah. what you did to me, such and such." Mm-hmm. And I think Diana asks, "Like, how do you feel about?" Doing this to um, other forty four hundred, he was like, you know, it's a job. I, I, this is what I do, and she's like, well, what do you do? Well, people pay me to go talk to people and read their mind, and then they mm-hmm. pay me and send me back to my comfortable location. Like he never said where he lives. Right. He never gave out any information. He was like, I do what I do. That's why I'm here <laughs> to help y'all. But mm-hmm. I don't care. I do this for a living. So well, he. And the, and the thing that I wrote down was that it won't be my first time okay. going after 4400 because mm-hmm. what I wrote right after that is what you actually said earlier. I want to hear that story. Yes. I want to see yes. the story about him going to to hunt, it sounds like, other 4400 because yes. I think mm-hmm. that the NSA was using him for 4400 purposes, but I also mm-hmm. feel that they were using him to, like you said, go to these other countries, talk to a certain person. Mm-hmm. Read what they have to say. Tell the person, and then he goes back home. But yep. the hunting of the forty four hundred, I'm really interested in seeing. Yep. You know what happened. You know, so he 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 really <laughs> to keep bringing it back to X Men. Hell, mm-hmm. when when you bring up like casting different mm-hmm. mutants or whatnot, I I feel like a lot of these mutants just you can cast with anybody unless race is of course intrinsically tied to the character. I think with mm-hmm. Magneto. It'd be a little different because of the Holocaust connection with right. the not so much. He's just a British guy, you know, who ends up in a wheelchair. But with this storyline, I can easily see him standing in for a Professor X or yeah. for a Magneto type character. And I, I bring it up because we know the MCU doing their thing. We might get mutants soon. Hell, we might get some mutants tomorrow. You know, <laughs> we mm-hmm. never know. But, um, I think the way in which, again, this episode alone is a better X-Men movie than what mm-hmm. we've gotten in pretty much all of 
um, Fox, except for like Future, Days of Future, Pat, maybe, I don't know, First Class, whatever. I'm not going to get into that, but <laughs> long story short, I loved his arc. I loved yeah. his story. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the plot twist reveal. I liked all of it, and it felt in line with what I've been reading my whole damn life. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then and I, I'm gonna be the resident pulling up the actors' names, uh, Sharif Atkins, but he is, and he's still doing stuff. I mean, he's yeah. still yeah, he's still doing stuff. stuff. I mean, they, um, he was actually in ER for a minute, and I yeah, remember him from that. Yeah, yeah he was in that, but um, yeah. So they um, and then so when he goes to the so what I think is interesting uh, because of the reveal what happens, Sean calls him his their pet mind reader. Like mm-hmm. he basically calls him. He calls him out for being a possible Uncle Tom for yep. the forty four hundred. And I was just like, I don't know if you could accuse him of that, but I understand where you're coming from. You know, yeah. it's just like <laughs> it's just like. But it was funny because Gary just looked at him and was like, um, "I got a comfortable ass house now." <laughs> but, right. Um, but yeah, but he he wanted to, they wanted to they wanted to use him to make the rounds and you know talk to people or whatever. But. Um, I think after that, they talk about this is where they reveal um, with Lily and Isabel. What's happening is that mm-hmm. as Lily's neurons die off, Isabel has aged, you know, to where she is as far as, you know, to a full grown adult. And so it's like kind of a life force leeching if you want to, mm-hmm. you know, it's like simplify it like that. I think they tried to science it up with, you know, the, the <laughs> explanation. But what Burkoff explains to them is that the way that it can stop or that maybe it could possibly be reversed is if Isabel dies. Mm-hmm. And so there's this whole, like, now this thing of, at first, Lily is like, we're not going to do that. Yep. And then Isabel is the one who kind of sticks with it. You know, he keeps coming back to it. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's the explanation as far as um, why. How do you, I mean, how do you feel about that? I liked it. I'm having an issue. So it's the first episode. Um, new listeners, I don't watch ahead. I try to only watch when we're about to record. So I'm not sure what will happen next. I With the ending that we got, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I was okay with it because I was like, they have to find a way to make it work so that they both are alive. They have to find a way to, I don't know, because I, I, I'm for it if y'all can make it make sense, but I'm against it because why can't they both coexist as young mm-hmm. women? Like, why? Like, yeah. I see them for all intents and purposes, Richard and Lily, as like Scott and Jean. Like, yeah. they are the central. Family, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four, Summers Clan, like they are yeah. the forty four hundred. Um, they're the first people I think about when I think about this show, and then others. Um, yeah, I, I I like it, but I have to. I'm reserving judgment for at the very least the part two episode. Okay, okay. Because there's still what more, happened yeah. at the end mm-hmm. kind of pissed me off. But there is a part two, so um, so yeah, I, I could tell you next week because I I don't know, I don't know <laughs> where they try to clear clear it up. But yeah, um, so there you know, there's that explanation. I think what happens after that is um, what was it? Okay, so there, this is when um, 
things get kind of that's what it is. So they interview uh, TJ Kim's girlfriend, I mean boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh, his her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't remember anything and this and that. But when he leaves, um, and it's Day- Diana, Tom, and them working with um, Gary. Gary says that there was an address that kept popping up in the guy's head. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me, I actually, I'm very interested in how uh, telepathy works. You know, yeah. is it, did he dig to get that? Or was it something that was just at the forefront of his brain or whatever his mm-hmm. mind? And I know for fiction purposes, uh, you know, it just is what it is. So they do a raid at this address and then they find this propaganda. Actually, not even propaganda. They find a, um, they go to the house of a, this guy, a former, a former 4400 named Wesley Hauser, um, who they describe as being former military and he's been radicalized mm-hmm. you know, against the government. But what they find there is his name is indicated in, an, in this old apartment in mm-hmm. a like a 9-11 style booklet. Yeah. Um, like a, what do you call it? The, um, the government report, but it's about the 4400. And the way mm-hmm. that it's even modeled and styled um, is like the, the 9-11 commission yeah. report. But, but they find his name highlighted in the report and then they find out that this guy is an agitator and this and that and they think that it, he might be the one who's calling around talking about there that he's the nova terrorist or whatever so yeah. so that's kind of the big thing and it is one of those things that if i if i had missed it i wouldn't have understood mm-hmm. this guy's connection because it's so brief but yeah. um so they think they have a suspect essentially now they have a suspect yeah. so uh any thoughts about that or not really yeah i loved it i loved okay. it i loved it i thought that was uh, an expert i thought that was a really good piece of the story how do i put this like with writing well i'm saying it to you like you know right <laughs> with writing you want to make sure everything matters <laughs> and like cut out the stuff that doesn't mm-hmm. But I think with his story, I could see you easily kind of fumbling this like second act, getting yeah. the um I, I just feel like this was the best simplest way to get from point A to point B. Right. Mm-hmm. And do it and not be clumsy with it. Right. Like you could have. There's so many possibilities of things that could have that they could have done, but I think especially with the time that this show came out, that was a very good through line. Because when I think about this show, I think about 24, like both of them being mm-hmm. on the air at the same time, and yeah. how we are post 9 11, and like what yeah. what what did TV watching feel like back then? Even um, hell, even throwing Alias, you know, for good measure, yeah. um. So yeah, so I loved it. It was right. It was in my wheelhouse. I loved everything about that little fake out arc. Yeah. yeah. There. Um, so then I think after that, that's when we get to the scene of um, <clears throat> they, uh, Tom and Diana and Gary, find a um, an accomplice or not even an accomplice, somebody that was in the intact 4400 center, uh, and just was friends with him and this guy named. Dante Ferrelli. We don't yep. even know if he has abilities or any, you know, type of political leanings or you know mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. But uh, he tells him straight up, he's like, I ain't heard from the dude. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy. And then they were like, so why'd you why'd you run? Why'd you act scared? And he was like, because it's y'all. Yeah. He's like, they, you killed you killed twenty eight of us mm-hmm. trying to subvert our abilities. Mm-hmm. And they had already. I didn't even realize this. They had um put the plastic cuffs on him. 
Yeah. And and I was like, wow, that must have happened out of the frame. But you know, they let him and they let him go. And then like they're like, why is he so scared of us? And then Gary was just like, seriously, that's when we get the speech about, yeah, you know, they're scared of y'all. You know, you killed them. You you did this all behind their backs. You know, and they don't they don't know how to trust you anymore. And you have this man in cuffs. Like, yeah. you didn't mm-hmm. even, like, rough him up and push him against the wall. He is cuffed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was like, this ain't season one. I mean. But they came back uh, all confused on that beach. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they were just. And, and like you said, for them, it's just like the actions of one person or a group of people. Is affecting how they how they can work the beat essentially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So like I said, it's not a composite sympathizer thing. It's more so like it's just hampering them from doing their jobs, you know. Yeah. From and they have no abilities, <laughs> so they have to yes. be able to you know, be effective in doing this. Um, mm-hmm. So back to uh, I'm not going to keep calling the creepy child, but Maya, yeah. um, her precog abilities are growing, and you see her at. Um, you know, with the visions, and you see her at the table with um, Marco and Diana. How do you feel about Marco and Diana? I, you know what? I, I I almost forgot about them, but yeah. when they were sitting there playing, I said, okay, I like this, um, mainly because I get more time away from Tom. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really for this, but I was like, okay, I can see how this could be get old quickly. But when Maya said, don't worry, she likes him. He's smarter than you, but she likes you more. I was all in because I'm like, now I need to see how does this premonition affect their relationship and their yeah. code. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sold now. I need to yeah. see this play out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and she, she's, she's basically you know tired because she's she knows what's going to happen. Like if they mm-hmm. they played a board game, she knows about the relationship and. Um, Marco suggests to her, why not try taking her to, I think he suggests taking him to Barkoff to see if he's going to be able to help, help, mm-hmm. help with their abilities or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when we get the scene of Diana showing up at uh, his, I was going to say trap house because yeah, he has like oh, the yeah. stuff like, laid out, but now he's like, it, to him, there are like a couple lines here. She showed, Diana goes to the house. I'm assuming it's like the, the next day or the next night. And that's what he says. The whole thing is like, she's still 10. Right. Yeah. And, um, and then he says, you know, excuse the place. I fired the, I fired the maid last week because she kept cleaning. Yeah. She was, was always cleaning. <laughs> what? She was always cleaning. Oh, um, I was like, I hope he ad lived that because that was pretty funny. Yeah. But um, you know, so they start talking, and and I think that happens off screen. But she notices he's doing something with Promyson. Mm-hmm. He, he is doing something with Promyson, and he tries to hide it. And then, so actually, no, that might be the same day because the next day is October fifteenth. So everything yeah. that we were talking about is like October fourteenth. And and I think one thing we didn't explain was that. When the Nova group called Intac, or they they released a video or like an audio message to the news, they uh, declared that October nineteenth was going to be like this big date, you know, like a nine eleven style date. And it's uh, so you know, Intac is trying to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so at, so October fifteenth, we see Richard hey. doing doing something very mundane, but filling up. Trying to fill up a pillbox, so I'll, I'll let you 
you'll, you'll yeah, he, he has four week Sunday to mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday to Saturday, whatever you know, yeah. week uh, pill bottles. And he's mm-hmm. filling them up. They showed Lily, the old woman across the bed, which mm-hmm. I hate when people lay across the bed the short way in TV. I don't bet it bothers me, but she was laying across the bed and they show him, and yeah. um, his, his powers kick in, yeah. you know, he had, he had telepath. Mm-hmm. Telekinetic, yeah. Telekinetic. We, I was like, hold up. I had to pause it because, like, I know good and damn well, I ain't, he ain't did no. I thought he ain't had no. <laughs> no, they showed it. That's and that that's a very then that's an awesome surprise. Don't they showed it at the end of last season? Um, he was at the the last episode. They showed him sitting down, and he um, he he uses telekinesis um, for like it was small. Well, it was something small. It wasn't any. It wasn't big. It wasn't, okay. It wasn't. It wasn't anything too big, but they did show him uses telekinesis um, because that's when they were talking about they had stopped uh, the inhibitors. Okay. You know, so, for everybody. Okay. So well, yeah. So watch that then, because I was like, oh shit, <laughs> he didn't level up. So um, awesome. Yeah. I, he he, yeah. Feels, he like he trashes this kitchen. Yeah. Um. And two things I want to know. One, how big is this apartment? Because Isabel is nowhere to be found. And then she right. pops up. <laughs> um, but two, I wonder, now I'm assuming the show just is leveling up powers, but I wonder what is what is happening with certain people that isn't happening with others? Because Richard did not show any powers throughout this entire series. And now, like you said, at the end of the last episode of the mm-hmm. last season, he did. But it mm-hmm. took, like, I wonder if they were just like, okay, everybody who doesn't have them, let's just give them powers. Mm-hmm. Or, because for all intents and purposes, Lily don't got no powers either. It's all Isabel. Right. Well, see, there's, um. so, one, okay, so in season one, they started establishing that some people had abilities. You know, you had Orson Bailey, who was mm-hmm. the... I still call him a telekinetic, but I think his stuff was more focused on like seismic abilities. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and then you you had the guy who became the vigilante for his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's like for the neighborhood. <laughs> um, the one who was he could read, like watch something, read the you know the mm-hmm. actions. He had like a foot. I forget what you call it, but um, something with his memory. And then we start we started seeing other people. So. When these abilities started popping off, that's when they brought the inhibitor into into play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if all the forty four hundred have abilities. Um, okay. To be honest with you, because I think that we do have a couple of forty four hundred who well, actually no, the only one that you could really think of who doesn't have one is Lily. Yeah, so actually that's a that's a good point. I think I always kind of assumed that not all of the forty four hundred had abilities. Same here. Um, same here. Yeah. But- that's yeah. why when when he did all that, I'm like, okay, is it that his power maybe wasn't as strong as let's say Sean's? So his was dampened more. Like I wonder mm-hmm. what the scale of power is. Yeah, that, you know, I mean, this is like inside baseball to the show, but well, yeah, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing to discuss because like they've already established that. You know, before at a certain point, somebody people had abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people were showing abilities, but when the government stepped in, they were they started giving them in the checkups. You know, when people were going to get the checkups. So mm-hmm. there's a good chance that, you know, you think about X-Men, um, everybody always says that, you know, the abilities pop off, you know, during your teens. 
yep. you know, during your teenage years. Maybe there are some people who are late bloomers, mm-hmm. you know, when it came to the 4400. Maybe eventually he would have kind of grown yeah. into his abilities. And as soon as he was taken off of the inhibitor, his abilities were like, let's go the fuck off because he, right. I cannot remember exactly what he does, but it is something that when it happens, he looks, he's just like, he don't know what the hell just happened. Mm. So, um, okay. But in this scene, I just like the fact. And what was the second thing? Was that I think you said you had oh, two. No, no, that was it. It was one. Okay. Every okay. time something happens in this damn house, it's like it's not that big. Like she didn't yeah. hear whatever. But that yeah, is his powers being scaled down, or just the nature, the science behind his powers after the inhibitor. Yeah, but yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I just like that it was something. Once again, as mundane as him filling pill boxes for his mm-hmm. wife. You know, where just because he could have, they could have definitely have had a scene of him outside on the, you know, yeah. at the center, just like shooting targets, you know, with mm-hmm. with um, arrows and, and shit mm-hmm. like that. They're just like, nah, let's just like, this is frustrating for him. Yeah. He don't give a fuck about these abilities. His wife is about to die. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so then I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's big. But um, I, there was a scene where um, I said, I want Gary to stay around. Given to it, that's what it. Okay, so that's so Gary. They have a scene where Gary and Diana are talking. Diana are talk, talking that morning, and Gary gives her advice about his her daughter because he, he's read her mind, which is another mm-hmm. thing. He was like, "Y'all are practically shouting this shit to me. I can't. Right. Yeah, I, can, I cannot hear it." But he tells her to just give into it. He say he explains that when he first discovered his you know telepathy, that it was driving him crazy, but once he kind of gave into it, he was able to control it. And mm-hmm. he says, suggests the same thing for Maya. So, um, so I think that's another thing that Diana is going to think about when it comes to um, how to deal with that. Okay, I, I want to take a second now to I'm, I just have to do to get into X Men once again. Uh, yeah. Spoiler for the other you who have not read the House of X Powers of Ten. Original Omnibuy, whatever. Um, Mora got rid of Destiny. Destiny is a precog. Um, Mora has immortal for all of his purposes. And I've always understood that storyline, but it wasn't until this episode, watching mm-hmm. this episode of this show, that it really the severity of this click for me for the comic, and it's not mm-hmm. to say Hickman did a poor job telling the story in the comic, that's not it, but when I think about Mystique and Destiny in the lab killing Moira mm-hmm. and then her essentially banning Destiny from Krakoa, from the, like getting rid of her, Yeah. The first thing I thought of once the plot twist came back and I revisit the episode is that Gary is trying mm-hmm. to get Maya. And I don't know if that's going to be the case, mm-hmm. but I'm yeah. like, they are probably the two most powerful meta 4400 mutants mm-hmm. that we have. Right. And she's probably his biggest adversary now. And so if she like it's a lot of stuff was just clicking. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. all right I'm, 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 I'm sold as if I wasn't before. I'm sold, and I need well them and uh and also Tom's wife. Yeah, I guess people who deal with mental, the brain, perception, but yeah. them three together. Oh, that's the Trinity for real. Yeah, there. Well, I mean, if you want to add uh, Richard in there. 
because Richard mm-hmm. is like the guy that you could go on offense with. I mean, his yeah. stuff is very his his abilities are mental or cerebral or mentally based. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the thing with Maya is that her stuff seems to be so random. You know, yeah. so it's just like you don't know if she's necessarily like. Of course, they use her abilities for the sake of you know, in some cases, you know, the course of telling the story or the plot. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely he def he there's a you know there might be an ulterior motive for him suggesting what he's suggesting. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to that, and especially when we you know see what happens and actually in the next few scenes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, so after they have that talk, they get a call um, from the medical examiner about um, their case about looking for William Hauser. So they you know go to the um, morgue. And uh, talk to this like very bubbly, you know, happy, go lucky uh, medical examiner who, because um, I'm doing a deep dive <laughs> of uh, Stargate SG One, okay. uh, she she is on there. She she's uh, okay. sa- same personality type, except in that ca- in that show she's a military scientist. But in this case, um, what she explains is that they found William Holzer's body, so there's no way that. He could have been the ones who called them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with that threat, you know, about Nova, about the Nova group. So now yeah. there's this big question as to who killed this man <laughs> and and then also um, who uh, who actually called them. Yeah. And I, I think we get that answer in the next scene Dang. where they show this. There's a new character and I don't even know what his abilities are, but this guy, Sean goes, you see him go down to this car or, or van in like you know the middle of nowhere and he gets into the car with and they still have the same effect where they pull up the names of the 4400 when they introduce mm-hmm. a new one and this and it gives his like disappearance state his re, you know whatever and his location but his name is like daniel armand mm-hmm. and what comes out of this conversation and also guess who's in the back bleeding out oh. tj kim yeah <laughs> so I immediately started because I forgot the scene and I was like, why the fuck is Sean in the car with <laughs> with TJ Kim and her yeah. accomplice? And TJ Kim is just like, she is bleeding out in the back. I'm like, they must have had some good doctors because it's been two days, you know, since the assassination attempt. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. I was like, did yeah. this happen? Did he go see this man right away? But okay, I was confused on the timeline. Yeah, I think it was a couple of days, either that or and they stitched her up as best as they could. And when they got her in the car, she was and like, yeah. why would she be wearing the same bloody T-shirt and just all that? It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so what he explains and what comes out of this conversation is that Sean knew about Nova. Hey. And Sean, but Sean, Sean created Nova with funding because he wanted a he wanted the 4400 to be protected. Yeah. But he didn't want to. He 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 said straight up. I didn't give you money to become a terrorist group. Yeah. You know, and that speaks to his naivety, naivete, mm-hmm. <laughs> or that he didn't know this dude. And the guy was like, it's a, you've got to do this for the brothers and sisters and all this oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Black power. No, like, <laughs> well, no, see, okay, so this is where I'm coming from. Like, I want a scene like this with black people. Like, oh. I want a scene like this because we always have this talk of, or just like, just somebody who is not white, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just like, because when you, one of the reasons why I feel things like, especially like if you're looking at super heroics or whatever, and this is not a superhero show, but it, it is 
it has some elements of like a comic book you know style show. Yeah. The closest that we've gotten to that has been something like um, Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, where it talks about the black experience of being a, a super um, not powered, but you know, a vigilante in, mm-hmm. the, in this country. And I would love to have seen this conversation between two people of color. You know, just like you know, Sean being maybe a more conservative-minded one or naive, yeah. and then the other guy being more radically minded. He was like, we got to kill these motherfuckers because they're killing us in our sleep, yeah. you know, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it was still a good conversation because the guy was like, hey, you you gave us money to do some shit, and we did some shit. You just didn't mm-hmm. know we was going to do this shit. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, so now Sean is connected to Nova, and the guy brought TJ Kim for to, you know, for him to heal, you know, to yeah. help out. But with him doing that, He's now an accomplice. He said he's now in a part of this. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about that reveal? Um, I loved it. I love because yeah. I didn't see it coming. I I yeah. didn't and um and then he lied. Like you lied to your he uncle. Lied. Exactly. And but you lied to him to his mm-hmm. even before you knew like well yes. you lied. You lied yeah. by a mm-hmm. and it's it's really fucked up. And I don't even like Tom, but it's really fucked up that you lied to this man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to get your priorities straight. Like, you you know what's best for you. The 4,400 is your charges. Mm-hmm. So you're focused on them. But yep. you lied to him. And then now with the next or the mm-hmm. last thing we get, I wonder what is the connection between the two of y'all or if there's one at all. Right. Well, that's you the – um, yeah, and so that's the thing I like about this show is that I love the family aspect of, you know, Uncle Tommy, Sean, Kyle, um, their mother, um, just everybody being a family kind of involved in this. But the other part of that is Sean is the leader or is the face of the 4400 community. And he's going to do for his folks, like you said, you know, he's going to do for his folks what he has to do. And that apparently trumps blood. Uh, so it shows that everybody has their own agendas and, you know, the story that's playing out. So that's why I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but it leads us to the next scene where, um, Jesus, there, well, I mean, there actually there's one scene, uh, one scene before the one we get to. So, um, I'll just say it. Isabel tries to kill herself. <laughs> She's, she attempts to suicide. Um, she, she, she walks up to these um to the roof in like some very stylish flats. <laughs> uh, I mean yeah. yeah. And um and then she just jumps off. She just Which, jumps off for the sake of her mother to save was, her mother. I was disgusted. I was because I didn't mention but in the scene with Richard and his power, she pretty much was telling him, kill me. I'm fine with that, but in my life, I'll even close my eyes. I was like, God damn girl, like yeah. relax. But yeah, she she follows through and she hops off that building, which is like there are a ton of ways you could have killed yourself. Like I, you're not about to tell me that traumatizing all these people was the best way exactly. to kill yourself. All <laughs> Your of body is, words, this yeah. is a, a science building, and you mm-hmm. can't find one endless sleep serum. Oh yeah. my girl, you are one years old. <laughs> 
Well, no, remember, this is after she had re- read all the encyclopedias. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she's so she's uh, she's read about different methods of doing this. Like she she's because there's a different there's definitely a change in her demeanor or how mm-hmm. she's approaching people, because that's I think that was a scene that I, I missed in the notes. But um, where Sean the scene where she he walks in and she is yeah. naked. But um, he has given her all these books to read and her. So that's, um, you know, like I said, everything up to eight. Well, we knew that everything wasn't up to par with her, you know, when she killed them racist. Like she has been, wow. she she has been the 4,400 child, you know, that like the, not the Franklin Richards, the, um, was it Rachel Summers? Yeah. 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 She's a Rachel Summers of this. So we now, now she's older and she's smarter, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it's about to get a little crazy. Um, so we had, um, there was, I think this is the only scene after that is Gary, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Gary who earlier in the episode asked where Rylan was being kept. And then he goes to see him. Ryland wakes up, you know, appropriately wakes up for this part, yeah. and and asks like, you know, what are you doing here? And I and then Gary says something to the effect of, "I'm glad you're awake because I want you to know, I want you to know that I'm the one that murdered you or the one that killed yeah. you." Yeah. And then he, um, I think he injects something. He try he does something like he injects something into his, um, uh, not a feeding tube, but. Yeah, whatever is um, some type of liquid, and you know he he injects into him, and then it says to be continued. So yes, um, so Gary, I think, is not working for the NSA anymore, or if he is, he said, "Fuck y'all, I'm not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, I'm not doing this anymore." And I think he's Nova. You know, he's. I think he's Nova. Yeah, I think so too. Because if you're yeah. all off in a secret location, coming out to do somebody else bidding and going back and hiding, he's yeah. been buying his time. I loved that. Yeah. I was here for that. I loved that ending. I loved it. Yeah. Be continued. Yes, it's some shit. Now I have a prediction that Sean is going to cure Isabel if she's not like completely dead and okay. bring her back to life. And whatever he does to cure her should probably cure Lily. I would. I, I think. Okay. I, I think I don't think there's no way that they're just gonna kill her like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. What else did I have? Um, Sean Kier, Kira Isabella, and God dang it, I forgot that quick. Uh, but yeah, but that was my main one. I know she, he, she can't, she ain't dead. They, but <laughs> I wonder what what does this mean though? Her being dead for real or not, like what does this now mean for Lily? We're gonna wake up and she's 29 again. Like, oh, right. oh no. this other thing. I and I don't know if they'll address this, but I want to see the interactions with Isabel and Lily's first daughter. Like, I want I, I need oh to yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have yeah. a whole nother family, like, even if they yeah. kill Lily off. She still has a half sister out there, right? You know, I, I, that's such a interesting family dynamic of like a blended mm-hmm. family and divorced yeah. folks and all. I like I, it's very much soap opera. I grew up on this yeah. type of shit, but I really want to see how that works out because her oldest, her firstborn is like what fourteen now, probably. Yeah, yeah. so you know, I, yeah, 
I want to no, do that. Well, I mean, and, and it goes back to, you know, family being a big part of the show. So I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to revisit her, you know, later on down the line. Hold on. Be so dope. Your baby sister is now older than you. Like, mm-hmm. Superman and, and uh, Kal-El and uh, yep. <laughs> what's Supergirl's name? God dang it. Uh, Kara. Kara, shoot. Yeah, I Kara. Can't but yeah, I, I want to <laughs> see. Like, it just speaks to the oddness that is family and time travel and all yeah. this like, convoluted mess <laughs> we get into. I love it. I want to see them. Yep. Oh, man. But yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Final thoughts. I thought it was a good episode. Uh, it definitely was a pretty solid season premiere, yep. you know, for getting people back on board. I found, like I said, I found myself more interested in the investigation of the Nova group mm-hmm. and everything that's happening with that rather yeah. than it, it for some reason. And this sounds weird because it's a sci fi show. That seemed a little bit more grounded than what was happening with uh, Lily and no, Isabel. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so too. Because um, like pretty much it's an investigation. It's I mean it's yeah. supernatural as hell, yeah. but you're still going through them SVU or Law mm-hmm. and Order like beats. You know, yeah. I, I see Stabler and uh, Benson. I see it, but <laughs> oh wee, Gary, he really fucked me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lord, um, who who's your favorite? Favorite this episode? Who's your favorite? Uh, for me, it might. I mean, it might be Gary. Ah, <laughs> I mean, I think it's gonna be the same. I mean, we um, for all the reasons we talked about before, they actually no. Um, it's gonna be. See, they didn't give TJ Campbell not enough to do. Mm. I was. She might be a close second, and now okay. no, you can you can take Gary. Let me say TJ Kim. Okay. Um, because they. You know, they gave her some development. I, mm-hmm. I feel with bringing her back and and radicalizing her even more. And to be honest with you, I think they kind of sowed the seeds of Nova in the first season. Because mm-hmm. you remember that was a terrorist attack. I mean, yeah. I don't know, and I don't know if necessarily that was Nova related, but that might have just been like, like you said, that could have been the seeds of that. So mm-hmm. for them to bring her back, you know, to kind of continue more, you know. Yeah. I mean, she didn't get caught the first time. She didn't die the first time, so she was like, "Let's just do it again." Yeah. Um, I just, for some reason, I just liked her character, even in that bad wig, mm-hmm. and um, and hopefully she will, you know, pop back, pop back up in later episodes. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. I'm, I was glad to see her. So. Yeah, same, same. So that's good. Yeah, that's fair. I um, I do hope we see more of her. She, she, TJ was. Oh, Jubilee! The Jubilee we never got. She was a killer. She was a killer. No, for real. <laughs> uh, what about a, a favorite scene? Um, the I Gary talking, Gary talking to the two of them about where things are at now. With um, you know, talking with Dana and Tom about mm-hmm. where the relationship is with um, the forty four hundred. Okay. I uh, I really like that scene. Good, good, good. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, I have to go with Gary killing Rylan because it's just like <laughs> that's just the it, yeah. You know, I want you to know it was me. I know yeah. I don't want know it. I wish he had actually woke him up, but shook him a little bit. Like, hey, I'm about <laughs> to kill you. But yeah, yeah. Gary, Gary killing Rylan. Um, mm-hmm. 
Because I just know there is about to be a war. Like I can feel mm-hmm. yeah. there's going to be heads will roll. So yep. I'm all right, Gary. It ain't um this is not about to this ain't about to get better. <laughs> yeah. This is not about to get better. Yeah. Um yeah. it's gonna get it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Um but I you know, I think it was a good episode to begin with and to you know jump back on board with and <laughs> just, I hate the fact that we only get two more seasons, like this season and the next season. Um, but you know, one of the things I was thinking about was after watching this, mm-hmm. I really need the CW show to come with it. Oh, like sure. I, it's if, if they, <laughs> not saying that the CW can do good shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it does get a reputation for being the, you know, the Pretty Person Network. Um, and it is for a younger demographic. I mean, we talked about that when it came to Black Lightning, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you can see that with the, all of the Arrowverse shows. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. because I feel so strongly connected to this show, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I got concerns. I'm like, are you going to cast somebody who at the time, I mean, uh, Mahershala Ali wasn't like like a like an older, older individual, but would they cast that role, you know, with mm-hmm. a 20 a year old? And I'm just like, does that have the same effect as like a 30 year old person? So, you know, in the, in the yeah. military, um, there are certain age sets for these characters, for these characters that I'm wondering if they're going to stick to, um, or if it's just going to be like re- very much so aged down. That's my only concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, creatively. I think if you have a good set of directors and writers and showrunners, mm-hmm. the show can creatively be good. They've had shows like that. Yeah. Um, Superman and Lois being a really solid example, like a recent solid example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that I'm not as con- much concerned about is more so the casting. Um, yeah. Are they going to keep the same roles? Or are they going to keep the same storylines? And um, so we'll see. But I the same timeline is this a mm-hmm. continuation of the same show, or are you rebooting it? So you know you starting over. So, I think it's a complete reboot. See, oh, I don't like yeah. that. Just keep the same show. I, yeah, I mean, I, the best I can suggest for you, man, is like there are a series of there are two novels that pick up after the last episode of the season four. Okay. Yeah, so no, I would, and we might that might be something to do, like a book review, because I think in all they have like four books, mm-hmm. um, for that were spun off from this that are set in the universe, but um. There, I think there are two that pick up specifically, which are, I guess you call it the unofficial season five. Mm, okay. Okay. So, man, yeah. And I, I'm looking I, at two of them right now. <laughs> I, I hate, I hate that. I don't like the idea because, like you said, with CW, I Nancy Drew is a good show. Um, yeah, I'm, I need to start that. It's, but it, it ain't no 4400 though. You know, it's. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a yeah. little worried. I don't yeah. know why, but you know they're gonna do what they're gonna do. But I want this show. You need to do it justice. Yeah, I'm just I'm just excited that somebody thought enough of the property to be like, let's yeah. try to do something with it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we'll see. Oh, hopefully they get some solid seasons and not four or three trashy seasons and one good one like other shows we know. Wait, um, three trashy? Oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It was a killer. 
Oh man, okay. Well, it's good to be back. Goddamn, we yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, through this one, man. That was yeah. That was. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. You know, glad to, be back. glad to have you back. Glad to be uh, on the show, listeners. I feel like I didn't mention it, but use the hashtag AL forty four hundred. That will be in the show notes if you made it this far. You know what it is. Um. Shoot, man. Give us your thoughts. If you have any answers to the questions we've asked, mm-hmm. make sure to tweet them. You know, use the hashtag and let us know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any final <laughs> party? <words? laughs> no, no, man. Well, you know, we're back. We're doing the uh, reviews. I mean, we got, you know, two more seasons and then I, that'll be it. Um, and you know, maybe by that time the actual show will be on. I'm I'm a firm believer that next season, next year is when the series will come out. Like they don't yeah. I don't know if they have an official release date, but they there was a lot of talk before COVID about it mm-hmm. and there were steps being made for it to be like a part of a new crop of shows that were coming out. Yeah, okay. but you know the CW the CW has a really good track record of like putting shows on hiatus for a couple of weeks. Letting mm-hmm. some shows run, mm-hmm. and you know, for that time period, yeah. and then another the, the shows will come back. So they, you know, because they don't have that much space when it comes to, yeah, I guess they're what they show, you know, for the for the week. So this might be one of those like mid season pickups, you know, it might yeah, be, I could see that. yeah, or maybe it could be a fall premiere show. Who knows? Yeah. But um, I, I, I love the franchise. Um, I love the property so much, and I just hope it's in good hands. But, but as far as this review show, we're going to be rolling through, you know, the yeah. last few yeah. seasons. So, oh, and, 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 and go back and listen to the other ones. We've, oh, yeah, check out. I mean, check out anything carefree Black Nerd. But if you look for <laughs> a light in the sky, I think we started recording this a couple of years ago. It had to be 2017 or like the yeah. end of because I remember being at my other place. Okay. Uh, okay. At the kitchen table. So yeah, no, it was 2017. Okay. So yeah, go back yeah, to 2017. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's been it's been some years. It's been oh it's been, man, it's been some years. So we um we'll be rolling through and then um just hit us up at the hashtag. So yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And um, you know, stay safe out there. You know, with this war coming, be um you know, get out of town <laughs> or bunker down, but be ready for yeah. uh, for a fight. Exactly. Cool, man. Ah, well, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay with your eyes glued to the show on Netflix and listening to the review. Talk to us and let us know what your thoughts are. And, uh, shit, we'll catch you next time. Y'all have a good night.